0: Welcome to Raksha Radio. We are here today with Miss Danita Jones. She is an MSW intern from the University of Southern California School of Social Work. Her concentration is in mental health counseling and military social work. We're here today to talk about parenting and ways that we can support our children as they develop and grow over time as parents there are a lot of books out there around parenting. There are a lot of different parenting philosophies, but in terms of just supporting our kids, how do we do that?
1: I think that when we kind of take a look at parents and um, our children of today, uh, the world's different place. Um, We have a lot of access to different things um, from years ago, such as social media and the technology that's out there. And I think that that's probably new for some parents, and uh, they need to um, you know, take that into consideration as part of their child's developmental age. So what is developmental age? Um, developmental age is the behavioral and social, mental and physical changes that um, we all experience from uh, when we're in the womb all the way until our deaths. And for adolescents, um, big changes start usually in, you know, the teen years, but can always start somewhere between 11 and 12 years old. And um, specifically today, I think we're going to talk more about the 11 to 18 year old group. Mm
0: -hmm. How does the way that you support your children
1: change depending on their developmental age? some of the ways that, um, in my experience, um, that we notice some changes is uh, you're always going to notice the physical changes first. Um, As parents, we all know that, you know, our kids are growing fast and, you know, we always have to, um, you know, buy new clothes and get new shoes and all of this kind of stuff. So we're going to notice the physical changes right away. Um, The other stuff that comes along with it, you know, are some behavioral changes and our mental health changes. Behavioral changes are going to be um, the attitudes and the personalities that your child is developing and how that's developing. Are they developing um, positive peer relationships? Um, Do they have peer relationships? Are they interacting with you um, as a parent? Are they interacting with their siblings? Um, What is their social support? What is their um, social gains? Another way is um, their mental health, and their mental health can pertain to um, their emotions and how they feel about things, how they may Interpret a situation, um, whether it's a positive situation or a negative situation, um, but how they would go about doing that. So, those are some of the um, developmental changes that you're going to see um, with kids and teenagers, adolescents.
0: As far as social support, peer interaction and what level of interaction that the children want to have with their parents goes, how do you differentiate between something that is just the child's personality and who they are as a person versus marking something as a problem? Like, well, you know, they're really
1: very withdrawn and that's something that I need to look into. Mm -hmm. I think that... um, again um if you look at uh research studies and what ways you want to look um at your child you want to you know you always want to have awareness of what's going on you always want to keep your communications open with your kids um you know and and notice um what What are the behaviors? Um, Has things changed? How have they changed? One of the important things that I have recognized um, working with adolescents is the length of time. Um, How long have they been behaving in a certain way? Um, You know, you used it withdrawn um, for an example. In that case, you know, how long have they been withdrawn? Is it very different from a year ago? Was it different six months ago? Then, what you want to kind of do is look at what changed in their environment? What went on? Um, did they change schools? Um, you know, uh, for my specific area, you know, was a parent deployed? Um, you know, what's going on in their surroundings? Was there a death in the family? Um, and that death could be, you know, an animal, it could be, um, you know, a a grandparent. Um, You know, these are the ages that, you know, they're starting to understand the world, um, but not with such clarity as an adult. So those are the things that, you know, parents need to become aware of. um, You know, and and it's not cause for alarm right away. It's more that you need to just understand that maybe your child is going through something and just to recognize it and, you know, take mental notes if you need to.
0: If you do realize that your child is going through something, how would you reach out to them? What are some ways
1: that you can support them? I think, um, excuse me, I think that... um, one of the, mo- the most important things is acknowledging that you're noticing something, but you don't wanna do this in a way that's going to um, necessarily call your child onto the carpet to talk about something maybe that's uncomfortable and they're not ready to speak about. So I think in that situation, um, some of the ways that the parents, um, you know, can, can help their child talk about it is just to let them know that they're there and you know, they they need to remember that it's about how your child perceives what you're going to be thinking. In other words, if I think that you know my mom is going to get upset at what I'm going to say, I'm going to be reluctant. To to do that as an adolescent, if a parent can can get across to their child that I'm not here to judge and I'm not here to um, come down on you, I just want to help you any way I can and support you. And I think a big part of that is just listening to your child. And you know, if that adolescent or soon-to-be adolescent comes to you and just wants to talk, sometimes you don't have to say anything. You can just sit there and listen. And that's a great way to just understand. And I would also, um, what I've done with some of my practices, I always have parents um, reflect on what their child is saying. You know, you want to use those listening skills. You want to use a reflective stance, maybe not answering right away to kind of understand where your child's coming from.
0: If you are already a parent who knows that your children don't really talk to you very much, What behaviors can you change in yourself so that
1: your kids might feel a little more comfortable talking to you? That's a good question. Um, I think that parents, um, you know, every now and again, we get so wrapped up in what we're doing and we forget you know what it was like to be an adolescent, and maybe what our relationships were like um, with our parents, or our siblings, or with our peers, teachers, etc. So I think that one of the important things for parents to do is to again reassure their child that you know they do remember what it's like, and they do understand um, that sometimes that that talking is is difficult. I think though that parents also um, benefit from you know telling their child maybe they can you know go talk to somebody else with their parents permission you know whether that is a therapist or counselor or a big brother big sister um, you know any of that kinda of, kinda of relationships and let the parent the parents need to let their child know it is okay for you to talk to a different adult if you're not comfortable talking with me at this time and you know that gives the child um, the resource for perhaps an adult's opinion, um, and also gives them that outlet that maybe this person would understand better than their parent. Um, So I think that that's important when you're working with adolescents is that you have to let them kind of come to you and you have to allow them to be in a comfortable space. And that space, unfortunately, may not be with you at the time, um, but it might be with a coach, it might be with a teacher, and at least you know that your child is communicating with somebody.
0: If you suspect that your child is having some sort of issues, when is a good time to step in? How do you know when it's appropriate to step in?
1: Um, That's a very important question. Um, And it is important that parents step in. Um, You know, there comes a point where um, if you're noticing that your child is really struggling um, and they are, you know, one thing, a good good way to see it is, you know, if your child is um, not eating as much, if your child is sleeping a lot, if your child um, refuses to take care of themselves hygienically, um, you know, if they are isolating themselves, these are, you know, signs that, you know, there may be something deeper going on. Um, and that you need to seek professional, you know, opinions and have an evaluation done. And that sounds scary um, because a lot of people, I think, you know, okay, if I bring my child to a therapist, they're going to be taken away from me, or I'm going to have people investigating me, or my child is going to go, you know, to a hospital. And that's not usually the case. Um, It's more evaluations are so that therapists and, you know, medical health professionals can understand what's going on. If there is a, um, you know, some type of biological issue going on that they need to take care of or whether there's something else going on in the behavioral mental health area that we can start helping with. Um, You know, if your child is threatening um, suicide or harm to themselves or anyone else, you know, um, that's, that's a, you know, huge sign that you, you need to find some help for that. You need to go to an ER or, call your doctor um and and see what you can can find out so those are uh, important warning signs
0: okay
1: thank you for that
0: that's all really helpful important information just to end our little podcast and our conversation today what are the major takeaways that you would like parents to have after listening to this
1: i think that um one of the important things to remember, um, you know, is be honest with your kids and be open with your kids. Um, I think that when they see you uh, sometimes being in a vulnerable state and disclosing things, um, you know, that made you who you are, uh, it really helps. It, it they, they really can relate to that on many levels. And I think that, you know, communication and awareness are key. Um, and letting your child, as I said earlier, you know, let them come to you. But, you know, be vigilant in, in your tasks as a parent. Um, keep your kids involved. Um, know what's going on in their lives, who they're hanging out with, um, you know, what they're doing in school, and take a real interest. And, you know, as said, listen to your kids, take time to reflect. I think those are the important elements.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Danita. Thank you. This has been really helpful.
1: Thank you. Don't forget to tune into Raksha
0: Radio next time. Don't forget to subscribe.